0: black young black a young black 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 equestrian 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 black equestrian equestrian black equestrian equestrian black equestrian I'm a young black equestrian I am a young black equestrian (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much CBC horses for this review she says I absolutely love this podcast. It is so inspiring and inspirational to hear so many other equestrian journeys and their passion for horses. I always learn something new and the hosts are amazing. Thanks. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Young Black Equestrians with your hosts, Aubriana Johnson.
1: And Caitlin Gooch.
0: Today, we have my family in the house, my cousin, Vanita Miles. Welcome to the show. Hello. (laughs) Hello. So, we are going to learn about how Vanita got into the horse industry and her journey um, being a horse owner and also being in the military. So, I'm excited to talk about that uh so let's get started and just share something that we're thankful for today vanita if you want to go first
2: uh i'm thankful for health um prosperity and just the opportunity to be able to do what i do um on a daily basis Um, god's given me that opportunity so i'm blessed to have it
0: it's a very good very good thing to be thankful for what are you thankful for
1: Caitlin? today i'm just thankful for being alive Hey,
0: that's enough. That is enough. I, today, am thankful for creative genius. Because I have been standing for this, this hat that Mr. Billy Porter wore on uh, the red carpet somewhere on some award show. And I have a photo shoot coming up. And so, I made me a hat like billy porters <laughs> okay. and it was only 15 dollars to make
1: and she made this yesterday
0: and i made it yep <laughs> i literally stayed up last night and was like i gotta finish this
1: Ship <laughs> me a video at like midnight
0: <laughs> a little a little
1: hot glue
0: a little faux stone ribbon and here we are and it's perfect wonderful wonderful darling and and i just want to wear it all the time so you wear it throughout the episode today i might take it off (laughs) just focus because i'm like i got uv rays (laughs) i know right (laughs) like oh sparkle so yeah that is what i'm thankful for because my photographer is not even ready for the amount of extra that's going to happen on saturday
1: When you go back to edit this, please will you put it on? Like do like a slow-mo insert. Because when you put it on, it was like. (laughs) So you gotta do a slow-mo thing. (laughs) Oh man.
0: I will, I will. But yes, that is what I'm thankful for because I was scared I wasn't gonna have enough ribbon. And I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. It worked out. So my photo shoot is on. Got my vision it's coming to fruition you're not ready (laughs) nobody's (laughs) ready not even me (laughs) well all right let's go ahead and get started vanita tell us briefly where you're located horses you have what you do all those things
2: um so i am currently located in little rock arkansas and i show and uh, ride walking horses from trail riding all the way up to performance horses.
0: That is pretty cool. So how did you even get into horses?
2: Oh, um, so interesting. I've liked horses, loved horses for a long time and I ended up going to a um, summer camp one time that had them and i enjoyed that was the only thing i liked doing um but of course growing up where i was my mom was like yeah no you're not getting any of course um so as i grew up i was like that's what i'm gonna get when i grow up well um i met my husband and prior to us getting married the way he in he did his proposal was uh, i ended up walking up to a pasture um at a friend of at a friend of his house and there was this black horse, and I was like, well, what are you showing me these horses for? And he's like, oh, I just want to know if you like this one. I was like, yeah. And so I got on and everything like that. So when he put the bridle on, the ring was on the actual reins itself, and he was like, wait, you you dropped something. You got something on your reins, and that just happened to be what it was. So I got my first horse and engaged at the same time.
1: (laughs) That was freaking perfect. So... (laughs) Like, Men, yeah. if you are
0: watching this episode, take note. This is how we want to be proposed to.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> well, like, both of y'all already married.
1: Ring, but. <laughs> but hey, I can, I can, I can vouch for that.
2: <laughs> oh, right, right. So, um, ever since then, I got in, I got into horses. I started out with quarter horses. I was doing barrels and poles, um, and then after that, I went to a walking horse uh, show. And then uh, made friends with a training uh, instructor, went to uh, his barn. And the first thing you know, um, I'm seeing these huge performance horses. I'm like, where are these things coming? What do they do? What do they do? So I got a a scheme down of how they are, what they are, and how they perform. I ended up getting on my first one and got hooked. And so from then point, I ended up getting a walking horse. Um, So um, I've got six horses at this time. I've got one stallion, um, and one gilding they're both performance horses. I have, um, four mares and believe it or not, they all are in the same barn. (laughs) Stallion doesn't say anything. I don't think he really cares or doesn't know that he can, but anyway, um, (laughs) so he's pretty cool with the ladies. Um, and, um, I just broke a two-year-old, to saddle. So, um, that's my eight year old, or my thirteen year old's horse, so um, I go. We go trail riding, so I have trail horses. I have show flat shot horses, and then I have two what we call padded or performance horses. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. cool. So, how did you get on the trail ride scene here in North Carolina? when You lived here. Um,
2: I would say the I heard my uncle. Of course, your dad
0: um I was I I realized I asked that question and I was like wait did my daddy tell you
2: that yep and uh, (laughs) he was like you ought to come you ought to come I was like I don't know and so I ended up coming and I was I was totally hooked on it and ended up meeting some really really great friends and then come to find out I had other family that was involved in it too um that actually lived right beside my grandparents so um we loved every bit of it, always showed up as, as much as we could when we lived in Greenville, South Carolina. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ooh, I
1: miss it. Oh. <laughs> Ain't got nothing like that downhill. I was about to say, they probably don't. Do y'all, yeah. Well, there is it just mostly, I guess, stables and performance horses.
2: So they have quote unquote trail rides here. Um, but they're not on the trail. They're on a blacktop. So they're kind of just riding the road. I call it a parade. But hey, it's <laughs> a way to get together.
0: Yeah.
2: And do stuff. Um, but the real trail rides, of course, you know it's back home. Mm-hmm. Back in <laughs> the sticks, you know it. Yeah. yeah. But they have a lot of um here they have a lot of jumpers. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a lot of barrels and poles. This is kinda like quarter horse town, kinda like Texas.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so talk to us about um when did you when did you get back in the states Mm, um august 27th would be a year okay okay so what was that whole process well first of all rewind tell us what you do in the military or you don't have to like tell us like
2: I you, I'd have to I'd, I'd have to dispose of you
0: yeah I know don't tell us that much just maybe <laughs> what branch <laughs> and then tell us about like that journey of you know having to go away and then figure okay. out what you're gonna do with your horses and then come back and like how you manage all that
2: so I um I'm currently the in recruiting I was security forces canine handler um, but, um, I went to a specialty career field. So now I'm in recruiting. I ended up going to Japan for two years and man, I think I loved it, but the hardest thing was being away from my horses. Um, if they could have said, Hey, pack your horses up, you're going, I probably would have never came back. Mm-hmm. But, um, so we ended up taking our horses to a well, a well-known trainer that we, that's a friend of ours. Um, and he held on to them for us. Of course, he wants to show a few of them. I was a little skeptical because I wasn't there. And I was like, um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they enjoyed. Um, they were taken care of. They were fed and everything like that. It's just, I, I'm i very particular with my horses. So I'm calling all the time, like uh, messaging all the time, like Zoom me, Facebook me, let me see where I got to see. And, you know, I'm like hollering at them over the phone.
1: Hey,
2: Maximus. And he's like, where's my thing? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care, woman, I don't see you. Like, get my food. So um, that was the hardest hardest thing is being away from them. Um uh and the most expensive thing being away from them. <laughs> um we had to dial down because we had eight before we left. Mm-hmm. And I had five five stallions at that time. Um, so we had to kind of sell a few um of our stallions. Um just so that we can get down to a um amount of horses that we could afford while being gone Mm -hmm. and that kind of hurt but i kept my babies my my baby my favorite babies Mm -hmm. and then we um when we got back we ended up getting them back of course they were fine Um, and then we went back to normal really
0: that's cool so um didn't you tell me were they were they all in the same place when you went to Japan or were they, they were? They were. Is that the bird?
2: That is the bird.
0: <laughs> what kind of bird? It's a macaw. Yes. The macaw got to go to Japan though. Yes, she did.
1: <laughs> What's her name?
0: Her name
2: is Catalea. You ever seen, <laughs> I know. You ever seen the, um? oh, what is that movie? Her name was, it was, yeah, her name was Catalea. It was this, oh, I'll remember it later. <laughs> <laughs> My mind is like tore up right now. Uh, Columbiana, that's what it was.
0: Oh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. It was Zoe Saldana or something Yeah, like her name yes. was
2: Catalea. Oh,
0: that's cool.
2: And she takes her name to heart. Unfortunately, we short, we call her Cat, Cat, Bird. Mm, interesting. <laughs> but she eats everything under the sun. Don't let her come to the table because she will eat your food.
0: (laughs) What the heck? (laughs) That is too funny. She Um, she likes wine.
1: What in the world? How did you discover that? (laughs) Uh, um,
2: See what had happened was (laughs) I had left my glass on the floor thinking I was, you know, I was going to um, go get something, come back, and she was in my glass, like, chilling. Like, you know, wine tasting i was like I, i'm gonna need you to i'm gonna need you to get about my wine glass please. <laughs> that was
0: funny
1: we were just that was an interview right talking what? about the birds the girl had on her shoulders
0: oh yeah 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 that was yesterday They were like some oh. cocktails or something she, oh she uh had them on her shoulders and went to a barn and like had a lesson and they still were there like while she was in her lesson i'm like are these therapy birds like right how they get to just go
2: (laughs) um she's been on the back of a horse before she she was like whatever but she just stood there like why am i on this and the horse is looking at me like what is that (laughs) (laughs) but other than that yeah she's been in there she doesn't really care to go in there but she'll go
1: Mm -hmm.
0: so what's your setup looking like now do you are you guys like are you boarding your horses now or do you stay no, with them? They're
2: actually in a in our in a barn in the backyard. So I get to go out to them see them every day.
1: Oh,
0: how many acres do you live on? 5. Mhm. What is what um is your I mean obviously seeing them every day but like your favorite thing like boarding versus having them at home because some people think having them at home like oh it's a piece of cake but it's like when it's Mm -hmm. snowing you got to go (laughs) like you can't (laughs) wait for the boarding people to do it
2: so i will say having i've had them both done the both both the same way i had them boarded on base before and then i've also like i said have them here i would say the best thing out of the between the two is i would say having them home because i can get up and you know especially in the fall get my tea go out there sit there and watch them play you know go out and and they get their pasture time watch them run around stuff like that i don't have to share anything i have to worry about anything about any other horse kicking my horse um i don't have to worry about any other horses coming in with anything giving it to my horse so forth and so on so um I kinda like having them here. Um, I can, if anything's sick or um, I can see stuff quickly, Um, if somebody's got a tummy ache or anything like that, I can get to it quicker than I go out there twice or three times a day and I don't get to check check and see versus I can see them out of my my, um, door, like out of my bathroom window. Mm -hmm. so i can see i'm like why are you laying down you've been laying down for the past five hours let me walk out there and find out what's wrong with you yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah. so yeah i agree um our horses have always lived on the farm and our house is on the farm but sometimes my dad would like put up a wire just so they could be in our actual backyard Mm -hmm. because he would be like all right let them eat the grass down or whatever and I guess the horses thought that we was going to feed them grain too. They would literally walk try to walk up our porch. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we could definitely see them in the in the window and in the back door and like, "Hey, y'all forgot something." <laughs> I had
2: once before left the door open cuz I was like it was a nice cool breeze and I was letting the breeze in and there was you know the flies had done died down. Literally, he walked up the steps, put his head in there was like, "Oh." So, yeah. this is where y'all live. I'm like, would you get out? Like, <laughs> I'm like, really? What are you doing in here? And he's
1: like, <laughs> I'm like, get out. Get, you get, this move. is nice. This is nice. I know, right? Forever. I love your horse mannerisms. Like, they are spot on. <laughs> yes, yes, clearly. <laughs> this is That's how either. you know a horse person. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> like, really? Get out. That is
1: hilarious. That is- um, you said something about the horses being on base. Did you mean yes. like on base while you're in service? Yes. So Not some
2: bases. Have, some bases do have uh, stables. Yes.
1: Wow, I didn't know that. My husband's in the Navy. He never mentioned that
2: <laughs> Not all bases have them. Just you have to look them up. But a few do have them.
1: He probably didn't
0: mention it on purpose. <laughs> like oh well,
1: i brought my horses here okay. <laughs> I'm,
0: not, I'm not gonna tell that <laughs> yeah 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 there's that <laughs> so um so you're one of um one of two people that we've talked to that um have walking horses in the performance arena but you also have like you have the whole gambit like flat shod, and then also performance horses how did you or how do you um balance like the criticism that comes with like padded walking horses because i mean you know i'm barefoot because i mean my horse don't we don't do nothing that needs shoes but for someone who has like the whole range how do you how do you manage that because we know it's out there
2: right Um, it's, it's knowledge. Um, so anybody who questions or has questions, I invite them over. I have no problems with you coming through my barn, showing you, um, you know, how we do train them, um, or how I train them, um, and things like that. Yeah, there are bad people. Um, but I mean, we have to look at it from a wide perspective. Um, there's bad people in every breed. Um, every breed has an issue. Um, so at that point, it's just, knowledge um and letting them know you know what what they do and i've even had a friend of mine that was you know very interested on how things go uh so when the farrier was here i had to come over and show her yeah no there's not a whole bunch of nails all up in his you know hoof and everything like that um they have a shoe on just like anybody else and then that is what's attached to it with the band um and how they're cut particularly at a 45 degree angle so that they are set properly so that they don't get lame or anything like that um it's just an addition um to the to the actual hook itself um and do they wear them all year long no they don't um i during the winter time mine are barefoot um they get to love love grass and go out there and play around in the pasture in the winter time just like anybody else um it's just when the show season comes around that's when you know they get prepared and prepped for show season
0: uh-huh
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh
0: I remember um, when you brought the horses over that one time, I think I rode Maximus and he was barefoot at the time Mm -hmm. and holy crap. (laughs) It's different. It is so different from my run of the mill. Oh, I'm a, I'm a trail walker to a performance walking horse. Like, like it's, it's no wonder like people get hooked on it because it was like riding a freaking cloud, a cloud with like jet packs on the back, but (laughs) a cloud nonetheless. (laughs) So I would, I would love to, we're going to have to come visit. Awesome. Well, I'd love to have you. Yes. Um, what is your vision kind of for the future with you know, competing and kind of with your horses?
2: Um, I would say my vision I've always one of my dreams is to always get into what they call the big oval or do the celebration. Mm-hmm. Um I have I'm. A, I have not prepared myself for that yet because I haven't been back home long enough. Um so and I've I have just gotten back into the industry. Um so I'm kind of waiting a little bit maybe next year um to try to push for that dream um so and then with the corona and COVID thing going on this year was kind of wonky anyway mm-hmm. so <laughs> i kind of just drew back and was like mm, six feet i'm just gonna
1: grab that head <laughs> i know right six feet six feet
2: i'm just gonna stay like this and uh we good so <laughs> um, I've been doing local shows, um, just locally, not doing a whole bunch of, um, long distance shows. Cause again, there's, um, some new stuff that's out right now. Like, um, the, uh, vesticular stomatitis is moving around and running around. So I was just like, eh, I'm... Mm-hmm.
1: I think that's, I'm going to face the house. disease. Yeah. yeah okay. horse disease. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, clarify, uh, like, I don't need, well, that is something else on top of COVID, but <laughs>
2: right i'm like they'll catch that before i catch COVID. watch see what happens so i'm like you know what um because it's spread by mosquitoes and other stuff like that so if you have if you're in a show barn um or at a stall uh, where there's a whole bunch of horses you don't know where they're coming from and one mosquito gets one and gets to the other then you spread it across and you have no idea um until you get them back home really um so i'm just like "Eh, i think we'll draw back a little bit this year kind of stay at home do the local shows but while we've been doing the local shows, we have um, we have actually. Let's see, my husband is first in men's gated, and then I'm first in women's gated, and then I am third in out of eight in um, light shot. Nice. Which is flat. Which is flat shot. So, um, we'll be going to nationals, or what we call state championship, and we'll also be going to uh, the show of champions.
1: Nice.
0: Nice um two two things um i think it's very important that that you mentioned that the vesicular stomatitis that um because you know like like it's important for horse people to know especially when they're wanting to go around places like what the lay of the land is like is there something going on is there are there strangles breakouts at you know these certain barns like it's important to know kind of what the the health atmosphere is in your area so you know like I'm not I should not go anywhere or it's it's okay you know everybody seems pretty healthy at this point because I feel like a lot of people are just like I want to show I want to show I want ribbons and you know they can be bringing home stuff to their barn like and they have no idea the the upkeep that it requires if something oh, sink yes.
1: in your like, barn. Like when I just got my horse's seasonal seasonal shots, and the vet was like, "Well, do you want this shot Or I don't remember what it is, but it was some kind of flu, um, because I guess it was found in some part of North Carolina. So definitely having those conversations um, mm-hmm. will definitely help. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, we stay, we stay up on a lot of what's going on, um, through our vet. Um, and then we also, um, they send us information based on the actual clubs that we show with as well. Um, so it's, it is key to keep up with a lot of things. And, and even the weather, um, it's 99 feels like 108, 109 out here. So I get up five o'clock in the morning just to work a horse and then it's, um, going from that to do I take them to the show? What time is the show? Is it after the sun goes down or are we sitting out there in the heat on all, all day or it starts at one o'clock and, you know, here we are sitting out here sweltering. We all need ice and is, you know, is it worth it? Is a ribbon really right. worth it? Um, so that's also something you have to take into consideration because it's not all about, as I say, it's not all about you. And I tell my kids that all the time when it comes to horses, it's not about you. Um, you have to also look out for your partner as well. Um, he can't he or she can't tell you um uh, I don't want to do this because I'm I'm overheated, I'm I'm hot, um, something's wrong. Um look out for you and your partner at the same time. Um and they trust me, they'll love you a whole lot more and do a lot more for you um, if you keep them in mind. Yeah,
0: yeah. Speaking of the kiddos, that was my second thing I wanted to talk <laughs> about. How do you how are the kids doing and how did you even get them into this like because some people some kids you know aren't interested at all but I mean your kids came up mutton busting and like doing everything so tell us about them kiddos oh man um they all just
2: had a knack for horses um now some are different than others uh my eight-year-old he's like busting his behind now to go trying to try to find a, a mini bronc horse to go bucking on. Um, and then my middle son, he's he's like, I don't want to do that anymore. I'm good. I, I'd rather go into the walking horse world. so mm-hmm. um, and my daughter will do barrels and poles. she'll get on anything. Um, she is my equestrian. Mm-hmm. Um, she will she rides equitationally, uh, very erect, very uh, naturally, um, there's not many times I have to tell her. Uh, close your pits. Put your arms down. Put your elbows in. Or it, it, she, is it's almost a natural thing for her. Um, she'll ride a padded horse in a minute. She'll ride a. She'll ride. I right, she she helped break the two year old. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. uh, she don't mind getting in getting, getting on them, um, making them mind per se, um, getting them to go forward things like that. So um, when I need when I need a little extra help, she doesn't mind putting her hands in in the business. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my, my 13 year old, he did do mini Bronx. Um, and my, actually my daughter did too. She's 15 now, but she did mini Bronx. She was the only female. And, uh, that was fun and interesting. She, um, <laughs> uh, but she didn't let that bother her that she was the only female in the group. She didn't mm-hmm. care. As I'm a matter sure of fact, she that, was, that was her thing. She was like, if I make eight seconds and you don't, mm. <laughs> Sorry for you. Girls beat you. You know, girls rock girls rule, you know. So she's my little time boy, but she's she she's a dream. She's a sweetheart. Oh um, but um yeah, they they all have a knack for horses, love them. My eight-year-old actually rides shot Um he's no longer doing lead line so he's actually riding on his own. He wrote his first uh show two weeks ago on his own and got first place.
0: Oh that's
2: dope. So um and then my 13 year old is now beginning to ride he's switching up from barrels poles and many bronx to walking horses so uh, once he gets good at doing what he's doing and actually pays attention looks between the e- ears of the horse and stuff like that then then we'll look at buying them hundred dollar suits for him
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i just can't even like deal with these ages like when did they get that age like, <laughs> What do you mean,
2: fifteen? He's fifteen and thirteen and 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 eight years old. Eight, I'm wrong. What? I remember, but I guess my eight-year-old is kind of my fault because I rode horses all the way up to uh, a week before I was due, <laughs> and then um, I rode. I think I started riding about a week after I had him. I, I put him in, put him in my African Moby wrap. <laughs> had my saddlebag full of diapers and we was good. He would not sleep. If he had problems sleeping, there's three things to get him to sleep. And it was not driving in a car. It was a tractor, the lawnmower, and riding on a horse would put him to sleep.
0: Oh my goodness. Oh, that's so precious. He's been a horsey thing all his life. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that is good. That is good. Let me see what my last
1: my last question is. What advice would you give
0: <laughs> yeah yeah you're on it okay. <laughs> what advice would you give aspiring equestrians
2: in any breed I would say that um, the advice I would give is do not give up no matter what people say no matter what people do um, or what you hear um, one always do the research for yourself mm-hmm. um, Two, um, do not ever settle Don't settle um, for anything less than what your dreams are. Um, And then sometimes go beyond. um, And just have fun at whatever you do. Don't take things so seriously to where um, your dreams become frustrating because it's no longer fun anymore. When it becomes no longer fun, then it's not something you want to strive for. So always have fun at what you do. Um, First place doesn't mean everything. so having fun and going in and coming back out on top of the horse sometimes first place <laughs> right. right so um just set your set your goals realistically and love everything that you do
0: mhm mhm yeah i remember my first walking horse show you guys were there and i was the only one in the class so it was fine <laughs> but i was just like I'm just, we're just going to try not to die. Like the goal of this show is to stay on and to come in and out of the the ring at a walk.
1: <laughs> Let's
0: not run in and out of that thing.
2: <laughs> you did good though.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, it was great.
2: I found that picture a couple of days ago. I was like, oh my gosh.
0: Look. I know he was so little. Now he's big. <laughs> I, I don't know where this walking horse came from. He looked like a quarter horse. Like he's just—you
2: should—I you should see the one that's sitting out there. He's three years old. Um, and he's seventeen one. Wow.
0: I guess that's a misconception. A lot of people think that walking horses are like little. They can be lean. They're, I think they're more known for being yeah. lean. But that's big.
2: He is. He is. He'll—he'll he'll turn four in September and he is he is sitting standing at 17 wow right, right at 17 17 one oh my goodness and he is the most goofiest thing
0: i bet that big and that young he's big. just like
2: i want to, no no <laughs> <laughs> he wants to nibble on everything he's like hey what you doing what's that can i have that is that to eat and try to put his halter on and he's like oh that's a bit no it's your halter close your mouth he's like give it he'll walk himself he'll take the end of the lead rope walk himself to the to the uh, wash rack i'm like what are you doing let go of it and he's like no nope, no nope. he'll take your hat off your head he's standing there doing something <laughs> to his feet he'll take your hat off and hold it and he's like <laughs> <laughs> you "No." Know. Oh, and he likes cooler ranch doritos what in the world <laughs> how'd you find that out <laughs> um i just happened to have one and i was like hey and he was like what's that what's that i was like fine here and he took it ate it and his whole lip flung up <laughs> and every every time we come in there with a bag and <laughs> so i'm like uh yeah his, so his prize when he does real good is cool ranch doritos and the other one's like ranch, jalapeno ranch chips.
1: What in the world?
0: <laughs> That's too much. You would
2: think bananas, apples, and they won't eat apples by themselves. They're bougie horses. For, I, I guess they became bougie at some point. I don't know when that happened, but now they won't oh, eat go. regular apples. They <laughs> want apples and honey, and when you don't put the honey on the apple, they won't eat it. Mm, doing the most. They became bougie, so they get Sunday apple honey day. So. And, and they, they know it's, it's Sunday when they come around. They be like, where are my apples with my honey?
0: You <laughs> on, That's cute. All right. to into the derby round. This is new. We haven't done this before. You're the first one. Why are so- you look over there? <laughs> first one. So this is a lightning round. You answer with the first thing that comes to mind, OK? Oh, that's All horses- good. Am All horse-related. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready? Okay, right. I'm try. All right. English or Western? English. Solids or spots? Spots. Bays or grays? Grays. Brown tack or black tack? Black tack. <laughs> Sponges or curry brushes? Curry brushes. Shod or barefoot? Shod. Bumper pull or gooseneck? Gooseneck. (laughs) Rope halter or nylon halter? Rope halter. All right. What is your favorite piece of barn equipment?
2: The muck rake. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's (laughs) fun. What is your favorite piece of tack? Bridle. When was the last time you fell off? Two months ago. And if money was no object, what is the first thing you would buy? A brand new barn.
1: Very good. Yay! That was fun.
0: That was fun. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for hopping on with us today. This is so much fun. I'm so glad we finally got to do this. And let people know where they can find you if they have any questions.
2: Absolutely. So you can actually find me on Facebook, um, Benita Miles. Um, and you can also find me on um, Twitter as well. Oh, you girl, you be on Twitter. I'm about to follow you. I just got on Twitter. Girl, I'm learning, I'm learning all this tweet, tweet, Snapchat, flapjack. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm picking it up. My, my children are teaching me, girl. <laughs> Anyway, um, and then yeah, just hit me up anytime.
1: Wait, what's
2: your Twitter? Uh, girl, hold on now. You know <laughs> <laughs> I ain't that good. Stand down. Hold on. Uh, uh, uh see what I have. You gonna? Have, I have to send it to you because it's gonna take me a minute. I ain't got my daughter in here to show me.
0: You gotta find where the tweets.
2: Yeah. Live. What a what a, what a tweet tweet thing is.
0: Yeah, we'll find it. We'll put it in the episode show notes and they'll be able to tweet you. Yeah, girl. Tweet me. Tweet me! <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I cannot. All right. Well, go finish working on your horses. I know I caught you while you were riding, so... You're
2: good. I got the whole 10 o'clock thing mixed up. When you said something, I was like, oh, my bad.
0: <laughs> no. I mean, we... we we it's been how long i don't know but we just be forgetting that we, we talk to people the yeah we getting back into the groove but we talk to people all over the country so i'll be like yeah four o'clock oh
2: god when i was when i was in japan i was on the radio uh twice twice a month and man uh that was crazy we we're talking to people all the way back in the states from from japan and korea so
0: Mm-hmm. It was interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These time zones, man. I don't even know who came up with that. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right. Have a great rest of your day. <laughs> right, you too. It was fun. All yeah. right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Young Black Equestrians. Head over to our Facebook or Instagram pages and let us know what you thought about that episode. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and have the opportunity to be featured in our next episode. See you next week.